been it's been a long time coming for me, but um, I'm delighted to have got there, and uh, it's it's a great uh, honour for myself, my family, and my club, and in particular the men within my club who who actually set me on the road. You know, people like Kevin Hennessy's dad, Ginger Hennessy. He was the, the Rooney in the club at the time, and was he was the one instigator of getting a bit of youth into the club and there was three or four of us we were only minors and we all joined the committee and you know luckily enough I came right through that system and ended up as chairman of the club during a very successful year a uh, time for the club you know so I was delighted to be involved and after being a player uh, uh, Pat with, with Middleton what attracted you to administration well, I tell you, the thing about the administration was that we used to go every Saturday in the afternoon with Ginger. He'd be rounding up a crew to go line the field, put up the nets, put out the flags. And of course, then after that, it didn't stop there. Like, we went off for a drink after that. And it was kind of got a social thing. And we got into it that way. And then he roped us into joining the committee. And once we joined the committee, we never looked back, in fairness. You've been involved here in the county board for, for, for many a year as, as, as PRO, then as vice chairman. I think you had another officership as well. Uh, obviously, chairman was, what was, 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 I presume, was on the horizon for you. Well, I, I, I did come on, when, when I came on to the executive, I was uh, actually PRO from 2000 to 2003. Then I served as development officer. And when I was just finishing up a development officer, it was coinciding with my plans for retirement. So I've, I actually made my mind up that I would give this a serious go and that I would have the time to do it. So I did plan before the development finished that I would have one go off the vice chair and I knew that if I could get that, that it would probably take me through to the chair and I was looking at another six-year commitment. So I was up for it and the very minute that I made my mind up to go for it I retired on my 65th birthday and I never looked back since What are your plans like every man that takes the top job in I suppose any walk of life I suppose he has thoughts and he has plans in the back of his mind what are your hopes and aspirations now starting in in, in, in the new year well, I suppose my, my hopes would be is, is that our teams at inter-county level would be, would be successful and that we could bring back one of the major prizes of the Liam McCarthy or the Sam Maguire. What a, what a Liam McCarthy win would do for our county would be phenomenal. I also want to, to look at the strength of our clubs and I want to see my clubs in the county. I want to see all the clubs in the county more self-sufficient so that they don't have to be going outside all the time. I want them to start producing. They're producing their own players. I want them now to start producing their own managers, their own coaches, and we want to try and get the clubs more self-sufficient going forward. I suppose you mentioned a number of things during your, your uh, opening address tonight. You spoke about, I suppose, the challenges that clubs are facing. Some of them have too few people and more of them have too many people. Yeah, and, and one of the things that I really got stuck into this year was the demographics. When I saw that they wanted a demographics officer, we went after the demographics uh, in a big way and we got Owen O'Connor to, to, to do the job for us. But more importantly, we have five people selected from all various aspects of society, both in business, both in planning 
and we look forward to, to their uh, deliberations and they will actually be giving us advice at executive level and they'll also be working with Niall Toomey in the games development side of it. So that is a huge area and as you said, some clubs have too few and some clubs have too many. So with the, demo- with the shift in demographics going forward, it's something that we all have to be aware of and I'm delighted that Crow Park has seen that and put to forward the idea of the demographics officer because surely the largest county in the country needs the demographics right more than anybody else because of the sheer scale of our county, the size of it. So we need to be able to, um, to advance the, the new thinking behind that. And I'm sure that may lead to changes in the future in terms of like the eight divisions that are in the county because certainly, Pat, if the GA was being set up in 2023, 2024, it wouldn't be the way it was, uh, the way it was set up 100, 100 plus years ago. Yeah, well, all I'd say to you, uh, Michael, about the divisions, they have, st- they have stood the test of time in a lot of cases and obviously there is a bit of... Uh, I would say a, a bit of manoeuvring would say to to try and maybe p- uh, join some of the divisions together because some of the divisions are quite strong. Like you have four or five uh, divisions quite strong, but then you have two or three that would be struggling. So maybe we should be thinking about redrawing the lines and, and joining them up a bit, a bit like what Rebel Og have done. The first thing, Pat, that will be on your agenda is finance because it's certainly a major topic here on Lee Side Lake. We have debts, I suppose, to Crow Park and, and, and to uh, to the banks of, of 30 plus million, 31 million, and I suppose creditors of another six or seven million. So there's a huge potential cash flow crisis coming down the road. And when you look at the cost of inter-county teams for the last 12 months here on Lee Side, just under two million that's certainly something that's going to present a massive challenge going forward. It is. There's no doubt about it that the stadium is going to be huge. But I do think, Michael, that as a county executive, we cannot be overburdened completely by the, by the stadium debt. We have to really try and, and create a strong and healthy association in Cork. We need to grow the association in Cork. And I think if we can grow the association in Cork that we can actually get stronger and more competitive. And I think that of course we will need to to get more support from uh, we say sporting bodies like Munster and Crow Park to have more games here. But I also feel myself that the politicians need to step up to the mark because to be fair we are providing a huge, huge amenity to this area of the city. We are generating huge amount of money. And at times we feel that we are not getting the cooperation that we, we feel that we should get. And we, we intend to, to move on that now in, in the, quite shortly. Does it irk the county board, and I'm sure you as the incoming chairman, maybe the way the other counties in Munster seem to not want to come to Parky Creeve? Well, you see, the Munster Championship now is so competitive and they don't want to give to be seen to be giving any sort of a, an advantage to anybody. But, you know, our chair has pointed out there in his remarks that 
you know, the problems relating to getting in and out of Parky Keith are no different to getting in and out of, of all the other stadiums in Munster. You, traffic and, uh, and the amount of cars that people uh, bring to a venue are huge. So, like, we, ha- we have the stadium, we have the best field in, in Munster by a, by, a, by a distance. But the one thing is, is that if we go with this, if the Munster Council goes with this rotation policy on the finals, that should enable us to plan ahead and plan our concerts so that we know the year that we are not going to be involved. And then we look forward to the year that, yes, we are going to be involved, and then we can plan accordingly. But I would say is, is that we need to be shouting from the rooftops that we have the best stadium in Munster and the players deserve to play in the best stadium and in the best uh, f- ground conditions. But I suppose, Pat, one of the elephants in the room is the the access to the stadium and parking around the stadium. And I know Kevin has mentioned it in, in his report that you've been trying to get the corporation here in Cork to come and talk to you yeah. to deal with that topic going forward. I presume that's something that would be very much on your agenda as well. Very much so. That is a complete priority. That is a complete priority. But we're s- not alone are we seeing this here in the city. We're seeing it in all towns. We're seeing it in villages as well, where their cycle lanes and their cycle lanes are as twice as wide as the, the road. And the bottom line is, 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 is that we need to get more cooperation from the corporation and from the government in, in general as to what their plans are to service stadiums that have cost a lot of money to put in place. And if they were, if they were put in place, then they should be backed up now by providing facilities so that they, people could actually get in and out of them in a, in a timely manner. In your address, you are very, very passionate about the promotion of hurling. Well, I feel very strongly about the promotion of hurling. In Cork, we have lost areas in Cork where hurling was predominantly played and has now has been replaced by football. And this, this is not a, a hurling versus football argument. I just want to see hurling continue to survive and thrive in the areas that it has a natural history of. And I will be hoping that Niall Toomey and his colleagues will be able to see and, and work their, their magic to try and get hurling restored to areas that was very strong in the past but has fallen away in recent times because of, we'll say, the costs and the, the, you know, the, the schools and, 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 and the clubs, nurseries, need to get the hurling. And we also need to play the football. And, you know, we're one of the few counties, I would say there's only a handful of them there, that actually treat both games identically. We actually spend uh, as much on football as we do on hurling, and we're delighted to do that. Talking about the promotion of hurling, I was really surprised tonight among the huge number of people that were here as delegates, no mention of Diego and three of Cork's games on Diego in 2024. Yeah, that was surprising. I was expecting I was expecting something on that tonight. But look, all I'd say to you is is that, you know, there's a few ways of looking at the GA go. Obviously it's disappointing that the Cork Games three out of four are, are, are on GA go. Now the criteria that they're using for establishing that and saying, Well, if you if we didn't show them, you wouldn't see them at all. Well you certainly can't put Cork and Limerick in that category. 
Cork and Limerick would stand with any pairing that you would go for. So to say that, that Cork and Limerick should be in the GA go is stretching it a small bit. You know, the Cork and Limerick could be, there's no reason why RT could not and probably should have selected um, the Cork Limerick pairing. Now, we will accept that because we haven't been as successful as we'd like to be in the last number of years, that the Cork Clare game and the Cork Warford game, that there may be a better pairing on that particular weekend. We have to accept that in, in cases like that. But they certainly can't use that excuse for the Cork Limerick game. So I think overall, uh, while I would welcome the GA go uh, as being an opportunity to make sure that more games uh, are played, I would be very critical of not seeing all the monster championship hurling games on the free to air. Anyway, finally, I suppose Thursday night here we have the 2024 championship draws in the various uh, championships uh, that are being uh, organised by the county board and you'll be hitting the ground running in the new year with your three-year term. Yeah, and like what we intend to do after Thursday night is that we intend to sit down in the next couple of days after that and produce our master fixture program, venues included. And, you know, that is a huge um, undertaking, but we have been working towards it over the last couple of weeks. And so before anybody sits down to their Christmas dinner, they will have their championship uh, opponents and venues all in their sights.